0: My name's James Beatty
1: and I'm Sean Carroll
0: and welcome to the Rebuild Health and Fitness podcast where we help you build your health and fitness. All right and welcome back to the Rebuild Health and Fitness podcast and today we're going to talk about navigating through the silly season. We did a podcast on the silly season last Yeah, but I think we called it like mitigating damage of something. This podcast is not going to be about that. So if you want to know what you should do exactly to mitigate maybe damage or excess fat, go back to that podcast. This is going to be more of our our opinions, uh, more about the questions I've just been asked 150 times in the last week. Um, This is going to be me and Sean answering and speaking to some of this.
1: And probably Kate asking questions too. Great questions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm already... So i <laughs> tell the plan. The plan over Christmas is to do shorter episodes, So, hopefully this will only be about 15, 20 minutes. Yep. We'll see if we have rambles, but we will see. So staying on track during the silly season. I don't know how many times you've had it already, but I have had it like a countless amount of times.
1: Yeah. Every conversation this week has been around, okay, what are we going to do as we get, get close to the Christmas? It's probably worth pre prefacing this. This is specifically for people with like, say, training and fatless goals. Yeah. If you're just living your life, then don't worry about it. Just (laughs) just live your life, man. Live your life. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right.
0: For living their life. No one's got time for that. Listen, I'm just pressing pressing burns. 15 (laughs) minutes. Here we go. How to stay on track. I think let's start by prefacing this in terms of stop. I'm going to swear. Fucking worrying so much about the next couple of weeks. Yeah, like stop stressing so much like everything you've done and learned over the last year is just going to go backwards within two weeks if people focus more on the 50 weeks around the 52 weeks we would be a lot more successful and this would be a very stress-free time
1: yeah agreed like for a lot of our clients and the people that we deal with and speak to they're like they're health-seeking people they're health-conscious people whether they're Training a regular amount or they are focusing on nutrition. For Unless they've just started, the majority have been gone for a while now. So they've had some really, really good weeks. But as now Christmas parties come up a little bit more, um, people are going to go away on holidays. You get the questions like, what, what do we do? What are we going to do to maintain? If you've been pretty solid for a long period of time, you're not really going to do much damage apart from a few bad hangovers and you might feel a li- subjectively a little bit mm. worse because you're probably not eating as much like nutrient-dense foods. But it's just – don't get hung up on that. Like people get really st- stuck in their own heads about it. Like, oh, I just feel like shit. I've ruined everything. Yeah. I'll guarantee I'll still have like multiple conversations around like I think I've gone so far backwards. Mm. I've ruined all my progress. which It just doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that at all.
0: Like if you're – Talking about fat regain, especially from a deficit, you have to overconsume like a wildly a crazy amount. A crazy amount of food. And then I think people have this understanding, like, oh, if I eat more, it goes straight to body fat. That's not how things work. Like you have a lot of metabolic processes that come into play. If I eat more, the energy in energy out equation, right? Everyone just thinks it's this fat loss thing, right? Energy in equals energy out too, right? We understand this. So if you put energy in to your system, even though you're not training necessarily, subconsciously you will expend more energy. Non-exercise activity, thermogenesis. You will expend more subconsciously. You'll have more food. So you'll have an increase in your thermic effect of food.
1: Yeah. Again, this is where, you know, if people are worried about putting on fat from eating a lot more, like I'm a hard gainer, like it, like, for me to gain weight, I have to over-consume or eat it. Yeah, over-consume by, like, a cr- like a crazy amount because I'm a twitcher. Yeah. Like, I'm always moving. And I know when I do eat more food, I'll be tapping my toes, wiggling my fingers. Yeah. My body's just – it loves my set point. It's yeah. just love being at this point. I'm going to be burning more than I normally do. And for me to get past that, I'd have to do some serious damage.
0: And, you know, Christmas can be a pretty good time for people, especially if they have been dieting, to eat more food. Yeah. So we know everyone thinks it's like this adaptive thermogenesis, which does happen. Like you adapt to your metabolism will slow down as you lose body fat, right? But what the research says is that. It's not as big as what people think. The big thing is they're decreasing non-exercise activity because they're not putting enough energy into their system to be able to expend more. So now the deficit you once thought you are creating is now not the deficit anymore. So how do you then increase that? How do you turn that up again so you can start expending more energy? Any anyone have a guess? What do you think, Kate? Eat more fucking food. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Eat more food. Get more energy into your system. Replenish lost glycogen stores. Replenish lost stores. And then train. Be happy and train. You know what I mean? Do some stuff. I think around this time, if you want to track your food and you want to control your food intake, do that. Okay. If you want to eat more than usual, do that. If you don't want to drink, do that. If you do want to drink, do that. You are fully responsible for your own actions at this point. But regardless of what you do, you need to enjoy Christmas and this time, but your enjoyment could be the fact that you might train more and stay on track. Do
1: what you want. Yeah, and it, I, it helps having these conversations with yourself. Like you know, if you are someone who trains regularly, and you're just going to decide to stop for two weeks, you're going to feel a little bit worse because you're used to you're used to moving, and moving makes you feel good. It makes me feel good. Like I used to go. When I went on holidays, I used to be like, "Yep, yeah, this is my time not to train, not to do anything. But then I'd find myself a few days in my holidays not, not feeling great, I'm like a little bit sad. Or I'm meant to, I enjoy moving. doesn't mean you need to like flog yourself in the gym. Yeah. Just means get outside, move a little bit. Once your heart rate gets up a little bit and you're like, oh, yeah, I've done that for the day. It makes the good times that a little bit more enjoyable. You're not going to, you know, for me, subjectively, I'm not going to stress about having a few extra like beers at night or having a pub meal every day. Like, Yeah.
0: yeah. And then if you do want to train, which I think, like you just said, the majority of people that do train will train because it's a part of who they are and their identity. Yeah, you don't have to go and smash yourself. But equally to that, you have the ability to now because you're probably eating more. So you can probably train at a better better standard than what you've done because you are putting energy into your system. doesn't necessarily matter what energy you're putting in if i've ate more food i'm going to have more energy mm. if i have more energy i can put more f into my training if i put more f into my training subjectively i'm going to feel good about myself
1: yeah and again we've got that predisposition to be hung up on the hung up on the negative when it comes to this, this time of year you know you think about you know you know over some, what a 10 day period if You have 30 meals, average average at 30 meals. You might have four or five meals that you would consider not amazing. Majority is still good. Yes. Majority is still fully within your control and you can do what you want within those meals. When you go out to places, you know, family, friends, houses for dinners, lunches, whatever, a lot of that stuff's out of your control. You can mm. do some stuff to help mitigate whatever you want, but in the scheme of things, it's never going to be that bad.
0: No, and a few people have asked me like about what we should do in terms of the deficit or the maintenance that they're at. And for a couple of people, I've said, just stay within your deficit, knowing that they've got four social events a week. Yeah, Them social events will increase your food intake. So you'll probably end up around maintenance. If your goal over Christmas is to maintain what you've lost, then maybe staying in the deficit for the days where you can have full control and you're good with everything, then do that and then just allow them days of social events, just have freedom and whatever happens, happens, then your damage is not going to be bad. And another thing, before we go, and I, I did put this at the end of it, it's like, the worst thing that can happen, this, <laughs> this is how privileged we are, right? The worst thing that can happen in people's lives over Christmas is they gain a couple of kilos. Fuck, come on. Yeah. Like if that was the worst, say if everything went, Catastrophic, and you just went mental, right? And you just consumed everything, you just couldn't stop. You'd probably gain a couple of kilos. Yeah, and that, that's <laughs> what's so bad. What, what is the what is so negative now at this day and age? What is so negative that gaining
1: body fat is looked at as the worst thing? Body really wants to hold on to body fat, it's really nice. <laughs> it doesn't want to be lean when you get really lean, bad things happen. Same thing if you go on the other end of the spectrum, but. You know, you gain a couple of kilos, so what? I guarantee within a few weeks post you, and if you want to, you'll be back down to <laughs> post uh, pre Christmas in no time. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like unless you've got a fight coming up or you've got again, it all it's all down to do what you want to what to what you <laughs> want to do. But like you said, in a year's time or six months time or whatever the time is, where it's maybe you gain a couple of kilos. And then you lose it again and now you're into a your year and you don't really care about what you're done, you're not gonna look back and go, fuck, I really should have just stayed on track over Christmas. I should yeah. have done that. Like it's just never gonna happen. It's never been said before in the history of the world.
1: Yeah. Again, having that little bit of acceptance and awareness that, you know, Christmas is coming. You're gonna eat more. That is the reality for ninety five percent of, you know, our listeners and the general population. You can't avoid it. Embrace it. Know that, you know, I think that the f- very first thing you said around, like, if people focused on the other 50 weeks of the year rather than mm. stressed about these two weeks, like, yeah, yeah. you're not going to do any damage.
0: And then just don't, the simple thing is, we're talking about giving you some freedom right now, but just don't have a fuck it mentality. Just, just don't have that, like, every single day. There might be moments of that. That's fine. But days where you can control, control them. It's not even like you have to control them. It's the person that you want to be. It's your identity that you've been trying to do. Hopefully, if you've been listening to this podcast, you're health-seeking to some extent, yeah. or you want to be, right? So you need to change your identity into something. Like, habits and behaviors don't just fall because it's Christmas time. Yeah. I said, they're still going to be prone at each meal. Do you know what I mean? They're still going to get nutrients. I'm still going to go and do some movement every day. I'm still going to go and train as much as I can. And at the same time, there's some days I'm not
1: going to do anything. Yeah, I'm going to completely chill. Probably one of the, one of the final points for me is, you know, probably in Queensland we got to experience a pretty normal Christmas last year. I think the rest of Australia did as well. But for a lot of people this year, especially down in like Sydney and Melbourne, they went through another massive lockdown. Mm. So again, just in, like enjoy the holidays, enjoy being social again and connecting with people. And if you get COVID, don't worry about it. <laughs> you'll be right. <laughs> nah, be fine. like I I love Christmas.
0: It's such a big mm. time for me. Obviously family back in Wales, but I obviously have Jesse's family here which are epic. It's just such a good time. Like just try not to stress about it too much. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Do what you can. If you have any questions then ask us, but just please just give yourself some psychological freedom to understand things will never be as bad as what you think they will be.
1: Yeah. yeah. Everything's going to be okay. If you like this one, make sure you share, but also on Spotify. And if you listen to this on, was it iTunes? Apple? Apple iTunes. Subscribe. Apple. How old are you? 60. Is it the Apple tunes? <laughs> I've moved on now. I'm all, I'm all about Spotify. <laughs> but yeah, Podcasts. follow follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple.
0: There you go. Again, appreciate. Never sure, it. That was like 12 and a half minutes. 13. It's going up. All right. Merry Christmas. John Sharp